Hey, everybody, this is Matt. And this is Greg. And this is Record Mashup. Like, thank you for tuning in this week and listening to us. If you haven't already, if you can press the subscribe button on whatever service you're listening to, whether it's CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we also have a YouTube channel so you can see our uncut videos instead of our edited audios. And we also have an Instagram and Facebook, and you can catch us at Record Mashup. We also have an email if you'd like to email us with any questions, comments, any recommendations, just your thoughts at recordmashup at gmail.com. Anyways, Matt, what do we got in store for this week? This week, our theme is birthdays. It's both Greg's wife's birthday is coming up. My birthday is coming up. My wife's birthday is coming up. Greg's <laughs> birthday was not too long ago. So it just made sense. Let's throw in the middle and have a birthday theme. So anyway, so that's our theme today, birthdays. And uh, for my song, I picked the song Birthday by The Beatles. Greg, what song did you pick? I picked January 28th by J. Cole because that is his birthday. Most of the song doesn't uh, rely on the theme of birthday until the very end. So bear with me while I go through the actual song and tie it all in at the very end. Sounds great. All right. Well, let's get into it. J. Cole released January 28th. It's the second song off his third album, 2014, Forest Hill Drive. It's Personally, it's my favorite album of his. Uh, love every song on it. I I think it's the best one, but that's just my personal opinion. Anyways, (laughs) getting, (laughs) getting into the song starts off with a, it actually took a, uh, the beat from a Japanese song and they had some issues actually getting the beat for the song to, to be cleared through wherever they need to do to like use the beat for it. It's actually a Japanese song called Sky Restaurant. So props to them for letting J. Cole use this. It it went perfect with the song. That's actually one of my fun facts because it's called out later in the album that thanks for whoever in Japan helped to do that. And it's one of the things that they had an issue with for the song to to allow that. Yeah, I actually saw where uh, apparently whoever the folks in Japan are didn't actually clear it until seven out hours before the album was supposed to be released <laughs> talk about cutting it close yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> all right so getting into it at the very beginning of the song is just the intro it talks about rap tune can I make a million dollars off a of rap tune just kind of thinking of like that person who's thinking of the rags to riches type thing like what can i do to make that million dollars so we'll discuss it throughout the song that he kind of says that's a stupid idea basically throughout the song at some points and throughout his music he kind of says that too like the rags the richest thing is kind of dumb but I'll, I'll get into that anyways verse one the reel's back the villa's back so he's from lafayetteville north carolina north carolina yeah and he's also got a record label called dreamville so he's just saying the villa's back so he's back from lafayette whatever you want to however you want to take that his record label is back out this is the fourth album i believe released by his record label and rock nation who is owned by jay-z which he calls out later in the song as well and then so his next line goes to flow bananas here peel this back so you have to peel the banana back to actually eat it so you have to kind of peel his lyrics away to to ingest them basically 
and but they're so great that it can even paint a picture to a person to a blind person going into that can paint a picture that is vivid enough to cure blindness so saying that his lyrics are very powerful basically yeah anyways carolina's finest you already knew in terms of the greatest prove that already and if you'd like i do it twice so just he's just basically saying how great he is and then keeping that going for uh, people that were tossed in graves every so often have fade deep in thought. So just talking about friends that I used to have back in the day that uh, maybe died, passed away, what, whether it's due to violence or just like normal causes, whatever it may be, just kind of reminiscing on those times and then how they used to play before their coffin was made and things like that. Just kind of a little bit of a darker tone on that one. And sorry for that. I know birthdays are usually supposed to be happy, but he's just kind of reminiscing on past times. But to bring that into light, he does go into the next one. Just got paid what Cochran got paid to free OJ. So Giant Cochran, if you don't remember, was a lawyer for OJ Simpson when he had his murder trial. OJ got off not guilty, and Cochran got paid quite a bit of money for that. So he's just saying that he's just as rich as Cochran back then. So fifty thousand a day. Yeah, that that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that kind of money any day. <laughs> The, the last part of this is my, my favorite part of the, the first verse. So it goes to just to share my life on stage in front of strangers who knows him too well. And that's the danger. So depending on where you look this up or how you interpret it, he's basically saying that people who listen to his music, who, uh, who are his fans, who are seeing him on stage and everything, know him better than he knows himself. And he says that in the next line, know me better than I know myself. Rip on uh, page out the notebook in anger and let these thoughts linger. So he's just kind of sad that other people know him better than he knows himself, and he doesn't really know where he's like fitting, basically. Yeah. And I love the chorus of the song as well. So don't give him too much. Delum, take control. It's one thing you do. Delum, taint your soul. If you believe in God, one thing that's for sure. If you ain't aim too high, then you aim too low. So. The start of that is saying, don't let other people tell you what to do, basically. So within the music industry or the, the entertainment industry in general, a lot of people kind of get dictated on what they're going to do, and they kind of let other people make decisions for them. He's basically saying, don't do that. Like, take control of your own life. And sure, you can use help and kind of get directed by people. But like, if you're not enjoying it, if it doesn't meet your goals, then there, there's no point and he's clarifies that at the very end of the chorus with if you ain't aim too high then you aim too low with if your standards or your goals wherever they may be aren't high enough then there's no point with it and and you're aiming too low you're not meeting your potential of what you can do or what you can be so i love yeah, it, for that song and it's interesting i you know when you first start talking about about you know not letting them take control in the music industry it made me. It made me wonder. I just looked it up. J. Cole does own all of his masters, so yeah, he he has resumed control of his artistic uh, or creative uh, artistry. Yeah, and he he started off with just being signed by Jay Z, and then starting his own label. And like this, this CD is co-owned by his label and Rock Nation, and I think there's another one in there. So he has a lot of control over 
hit, hit just his stuff and he's built a lot of control over other artists songs but still gives them the leeway to do what they they can do as well so he, he's definitely built himself up all right getting into the second verse this one's kind of a kind of a downer too so this song or the cd i think came out after the michael brown case and ferguson and back when like a lot of I mean, we're still having these issues with the race issues and Black Lives Matter protests or wherever protest it is. Um, This came out just shortly after one of those events. So a lot of places I was looking at what meanings to this were, were saying that this was related to Ferguson and Michael Brown, but others were just saying that it's just an in general thought, basically. But starts off, what's a price for a black man life, a check? Check toe tag, not a zero in sight. So basically, uh, a black man's life is worthless, um, is what he's saying here. So if you have z- no zeros in sight on a tag, it's it's single digits. It's pretty much neg- neglected. Um, and then he turns on TV, not here on sight, unless you dribble or fiddle with Mike. So basically, if, if it's not a basketball player, football player, or uh, a rapper – there, there's no other black heroes. And I think that's not true, and it is true at the same time. So obviously there's plenty of like black heroes, like um, you could say Barack Obama, he's half uh, black, half white. And then you could say like Nelson Mandela or, or uh, any of these other like past, histor- or past historical people like Martin Luther King. Nowadays, those type of people don't get brought up in the media. So the heroes that should be out there are not portrayed in the media. So the media doesn't give the right attention to the right people. Yeah. I was going to say too, I was jumping to actors, but I know that almost just kind of falls into the same genre that he's getting at here. uh, Just the idea of entertainment, right? I mean, that's, that's basically what yeah. sports and, and movies and everything are. They're all entertainment. So it kind of falls still into that kind of large category that he's, he's discussing. So, so just an example of like uh, someone who could be a black hero or something like that is you could take like Colin Powell or someone like that. But I was listening to a podcast. I don't know. This is probably about a year ago. I didn't even know this company existed, but it's a black owned cell phone company. It's called Figures. Hmm. And this guy just started up on his own and it's pretty successful and um i haven't purchased anything from them but you can get cell phone plans and stuff like that so if you if you're into black owned companies you can check that out to see see if you like it or anything but but those type of heroes i think are the are the thing that he's really focusing in on here like self-made like businessmen or like business leaders exactly or what whatever or politicians or whatever they may be then getting into the next couple lines, look out the window because tonight's city lit up with lights, camera action. May no man come across through and damage my faction. He he, basically just saying don't don't let anyone taint his name. And the next one is he he loves everyone like his brothers, and your mother's like my mother. So tr- just treating everyone like the same don't we don't need like these complications between each other and arguments so like you can you can dislike someone but you don't need to go to have these heated arguments or like killing people and things like that out there 
And that's kind of the same line for the next part. Think we need a, a plan of action. The bigger we get, the more likely egos collide. It's just physics. So egos are colliding, relating that to physics. Sure, sure worst tendencies turn the enemies. So one of the ones, one of the things I saw on Genius was an interpretation of them talking about like the Crips and Bloods who are always feuding, but there's no real reason for them to be feuding, basically trying to kill each other or what or whatnot. Anyways, taking a switch here, he goes to, I hope that we remember these nights full of Hennessy when hove around, we switch up to the, I, I want to say it's Duce. I, I, for, I forget how to pronounce it. Yeah, I don't that. know how you say that. <laughs> you gotta show respect one day, we're trying to stay, stay where you stay. So this is shout out to everyone in the rap industry, like especially in the 90s and maybe the late 80s, we're all about Hennessy. And Jay-Z, who... Uh, one of his names is Hove. If you're not familiar with Jay Z, I'm just gonna call it Duce. He made that brand, and so it's a brand, uh, basically like Hennessy, but it's his brand. Um, and he was signed by Jay Z, so he's giving a shout out to Jay Z on this. Yeah. Were you saying something, Matt? No, it's all right. Go on. You made my all right. All right. <laughs> all right. So then. <laughs> He's giving the shout out to Jay-Z. They switches up again. Because uh, from where you're from, not talking about the slums, I'm talking about the mind state that keeps someone dumb and keeps them back, um, keeps them held back, basically, that he's kind of focusing in on, like, studies or, or just the systemic racism, I guess, would be the type of uh, what, what I'm trying to say. Basically, that, like, so someone who's black is maybe more likely to be in percentage wise of the population of black people are probably more be in like low income housing or, or something like that. And then, or, or in like drug related crimes or something like that. I, I don't have the statistics, so I'm just kind of talking here. So don't quote me on this. I don't have the statistics and facts to back that up, but that's kind of what he's quoting on that. They're kind of being kept in this mind state or this like, life because of how they're born and what they grow up in and they don't see a way out basically right and then next going into him living in new york and being new york's best like new york's finest and that no one's ever going to reach his level because he's he's so high up there that obama's going to need air force uh air force one the finest so this is back when obama was president uh, and then he says, actually, never mind. You'll never reach that. So he's saying no one can be better than him, basically. And Cole's a hypnotist, control the game whenever he snap. Uh, that's every track. So he's the best, basically. From there, we get back into the chorus. So don't aim too high. Or if you ain't aim too high, then you aim too low. So make sure you aim high. Keep, keep your goals and values high. Verse three is pretty straightforward and short. So he ain't served no pies, ain't selling no dope, ain't bring no lies. People sing his quotes, but play no games. He ain't no joke. So uh, not serving pies or dope. Basically, he's not serving like weed, cocaine, drugs, anything like that. He made it in in this game differently than what other people say, whether it's a lie or whether they really did it. And then he goes into calling out a lot of great rappers. So like the great Rock Kim, 
when I make my notes, or he's talking about Big L, Big Daddy Kane, Slick Rick, uh, Drake, Kendrick Lamar. He's calling out all these people who he thinks are great and who have been called great by other people and telling them to actually check the birth date because if it's not January 28th, basically, then you're not, you're not good. Like, J. Cole's the best because January 28th is his birthday. Which actually gets me to some of my fun facts about the song. So, Rakim, his birthday is actually on January 28th. So, basically, he's saying Rakim's like one of the rap gods out there. And himself, J. Cole, is the rap god of today's rap, uh, rap industry. Which I thought, I thought was a good, good little... <laughs> Yeah, I saw where Rick Ross's birthday is also. Yep, Rick Ross is also. And my second throwback, so this is why everything's tying back into birthdays. So <laughs> it was a little bit of heavier song. This, a lot of J. Cole's songs are like that. Uh, I think it's got a good message overall. But we'll bring it back to birthdays because that's what the theme is today. And Jay-Z, who signed him on his birthday, Black album, I believe it was. His second song on the album also was called December 4th, which was Jay-Z's birthday. And he rapped about similar things like this where he kind of talked about his life. So um, re- reading through some of the some of the websites and everything, uh, everyone was just saying this kind of throwback to Jay-Z. Also, because it's January 28th and he's calling himself the rap guy, it's a throwback to Rakim and saying how great Rakim is a, as a rapper as well. there's also i'm because i'm I'm googling this now uh there's a rapper called aka i guess that's how you say it i haven't heard of them he is from south africa but his birthday probably why i didn't hear of him (laughs) well he was voted he was voted best hip-hop and best male of 2012 in south africa how you so uh akka uh just aka but uh, anyway, his birthday, January 28th. So he's clearly the, the rap god of oh, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. There you go. Maybe I'll have to check this guy out. I know there's maybe, you know what? He might be on my, uh, there's this YouTube channel I listen to called Colors. And there's a lot of like uh, German or African, South African uh, people on there. And I, I like the YouTube channel. It's got, it's got a lot of good uh, good like remakes or like just songs on there it's just it's just artists like doing their song in a color in a specifically colored room yeah it's pretty cool if you haven't seen it check it out on youtube <laughs> well anyways matt let's see i just need to check if there's any other facts i have i already went over the fact about the uh background music being that japanese song Ari went over the birthdays. I think though this wasn't a single release by the CD, so it did not chart. However, the album did chart number one. So pretty pretty popular album, three times plat uh, platinum. And if you haven't heard it, go check it out. But I this was probably probably my second favorite song on the album. So it, it is very good. Nice. Cool. Well, do you want to jump into Birthday by the Beatles? Yeah, go for it, Matt. Let's do it. Now, this is going to be a really short, short synopsis because <laughs> uh, 
I think we can summarize the lyrics down to like half a dozen lines. But anyway, if not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so the song called simply called Birthday by the Beatles. Uh, if you don't know who the Beatles are, you clearly have been living under a rock. But anyway, it's off of their album, which is technically called The Beatles, but was more commonly or is more commonly called The White Album. Uh, if you've never seen a picture of it, it's a white album. Um, yeah, it's, it's all white. Um, anyway, but the song was written by John Lennon and Paul McCartney. It was likely inspired. I got some a few random facts for you guys. It was likely inspired by the 1950s hit called Happy Birthday Baby by the Tune Weavers. Never heard the song, but I like the name, Happy Birthday Baby. And uh, interestingly, Greg, I don't know if you saw this, but it was written in the studio in one day. I, uh, let me rephrase that. Written and recorded in one day. I think I read somewhere that this was also the last one that John Lennon and Paul McCartney actually wrote together. Yeah, I think I saw that too. Or one I, of the last ones. I think that's somewhat dispute it but but yes i did see that because it what i read was that a lot of their songs even after this were still said written by lennon mccartney but Mm -hmm. they weren't actually written together yeah and i think part of it too i was reading i was reading a little bit about this part of it too is you know comes down to how do you define co-writing right so my understanding from the very little bit of research I did before we recorded this is that like one of them would come to the studio with most of the song written. And then the other would perhaps suggest a line or, you know, perhaps come up with like a lick or something for the song, but then they would both give each other credit, even though one of the, uh, one or the other may have carried kind of more weight in writing the song, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, So it's, I guess the general takeaway is I guess it's kind of nuanced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But in any event, um, so yeah, so they were in the recording studio and it was funny. They This particular day that they were recording it, which was uh, September 18th, 1968, they had gone into the studio knowing that they wanted to leave to go back to Paul's house to watch a movie called the girl can't help it. It was apparently some movie from the fifties that it was the first time being shown on British TV and they all wanted to go watch it. So they're working in the studio and then they're like, Oh no, we gotta go watch this movie. So they all leave the studio, run around the block to Paul's house, watch this movie. And then they come back to the studio to finish cutting this on. Uh, Kind of interesting, but anyway, so as I say, it was recorded on September 18th. Now, going back to this conversation we were just having about about writing the song, uh, Paul McCartney claims that it was a 50-50 effort between him and John Lennon. Chris Thomas, who was George Martin's assistant, and if you don't know who George Martin is, George Martin uh, was the famous music producer that was involved on pretty much all of the Beatles albums, claims that it was mostly written by Paul. So, who knows? Uh, There is a quote that... uh, well, well, we'll get to it when we talk about to summarize the song, but there is a quote by John that seems to suggest that he probably didn't have too much involved in, in the song, just my, my read into it, but we'll see. 
lyrics wise there's not too much to the song so no there's gotta be mostly music musical that they contributed to it yeah <laughs> well I, I do think i did read that paul came up with uh like the guitar riff so but in any event uh so anyway so basically the lyrics are it's someone's birthday and it's his birthday too which i assume paul's the one singing so i'm assuming they're referring to paul's birthday they're going to have a good time. They're going to party. They want to dance. Then there's this line. This is the one part that they say they want to take a chance. I'm not really sure what they're taking a chance on. I'm not sure. You know, we talk, you know, here's, here's where we get to interpret a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you've got someone else's birthday and it's his birthday too, if there's someone else is a girl, maybe they want to take a chance on each other, take a chance dancing with her. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe like that. taking a chance, like asking them to dance because it is, it does say I would like you to dance take a chance i would like you to dance so maybe like take a chance and dance with me yeah but i think it could be broader than that too it's like because like back in the day right you know asking someone to dance with you is almost like the equivalent of like asking someone on a date yeah i think i don't know i didn't grow up and so who knows what the norm was anyway uh that's pretty much it lyrically so it's a birth they're having a birthday they're gonna have a good time they're partying they're dancing and that's the song but there are a couple interesting things there are some kind of if you listen to the song there's some echo vocals in the background those were sung by yoko ono and patty harrison if uh you don't know who yoko ono was she was um the I guess did her and John ever actually get married? I thought they did. Um, yeah, 1959, it looks like. Okay. That's right, what yeah. Wikipedia says, so trust that with a grain of salt. I don't know. It's usually good on dates like that. Yeah. And, of course, Patty Harrison being the wife of uh, George Harrison. Yeah. So uh, just kind of an interesting tidbit there that their, that their wives were, were – doing some of the background vocals. The other thing too, and I, I listened for this, I couldn't hear it, but if you supposedly, if you listen really carefully, or maybe if you're able to isolate some of the sound uh, waves in the song, you can actually hear Paul counting eight measures in the middle of the song for some kind of break. And supposedly this was going to be a placeholder for a solo that would be added in later. But when they went back and played the track, they liked the simple drum beat so much that they just left it. It's kind of interesting. And then my last random fact for you is supposedly when recording this, George Harrison was wearing a thin glove on his left hand because he was apparently getting blisters. So hmm. random fact of the day, George Harrison wore a glove when recording birthday. It's taken after uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> or Michael Jackson took after him probably. Oh, maybe. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much it to the song. It's uh, probably one of our shortest analysis of a song ever. But anyway, so I, I made an allusion to this earlier about how John Lennon supposedly said something that makes made me at least think that he didn't write the song. But he was basically quoted as saying that he thought this song was a, quote, piece of garbage. Uh, he didn't like it. So that just leads me to think that, you know, he's sitting there calling it a piece of garbage. I highly doubt he wrote it even though he gets some song credit? I, I don't know, because, like, the guys from Guns N' Roses, like, Slash and them, like, they mm -hmm. hate Welcome to the... I think it's Welcome to the Jungle. 
think that's a song. I mean, they wrote that. True. I, you know, I do make think a song just to make some money, throw it out there or something doesn't mean you have to like it. Yeah. I do think that there's many artists who get sick of playing their hits. Like, I think that's a thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, of course, the Beatles weren't together that long. I, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he got sick of hearing it I mean, played back they even after together they kind of long. Well, no, I meant, well, that compared to like, some groups yeah i i guess because yeah how long i mean they were only active for 10 years they broke up in 70 oh really yeah yeah so they said a lot of albums yeah but um anyway i couldn't find any chart history on this song i don't think it was released as a single um you know it was on the white album which had a ton of songs on it but uh Um, paul mccartney did release a solo version of the song after the Beatles broke up, which peaked at number 35 in the U.S., number 29 in the U.K., and number three in Italy. Yep. So. That's the same I got. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's all I got. I like this song. I think I love playing in a rock band. I don't know. if you, Have you ever played Beatles rock band, Greg? So I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say an unpopular opinion. I like rock never band? had Beatles rock band, and I think the Beatles are overrated. I disagree. <laughs> so, while, okay. While I say that they're overrated, it doesn't mean that I don't like their music. Okay. I do like their music. I just think a lot of people kind of toot their horn a little bit more than I think it deserves, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm not going to yeah. say that they're not a great band because they obviously are a great band. I would just say maybe a band like Queen, for instance, is better. But it's just my opinion. No, well, I think it's different. <laughs> it's different times too. I mean, the Beatles were the '60s. Yeah. Um, I would say the Temptations were better. But that's just my opinion. That's also the music I grew up with. So I didn't yeah. actually listen to the Beatles until maybe I was like in college. I think it's just a. It's well. They're obviously different music genres, uh, but I also think I don't know. The Beatles were the first real band, and I think from a cultural perspective, I think they're incredibly influential in that aspect. Of course, there's the whole you know British Revolution and um, all that stuff. I guess along with like I guess they're probably the better equation would be you know them versus the rolling stones right yeah i guess i mean i i would still put queen kind of close to that because i mean they're still they're still british and uh they were around the same time maybe yeah. a little bit later right so yeah I'm, I'm looking this up now british invasion but the British invasion is technically considered to be like the fifties, sixties, and early seventies. Okay. Um, yeah. See, obviously, I'm not. I'm not a uh, British invasion uh, professional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you do get like they do talk about like bands that came in like late seventies, early seventies. That's when you start getting into like the Rolling Stones, the Animals. Queen is not showing up in this article, but it started in 1970. So, yeah. 
Okay, so this is the first British invasion. Apparently, there was a second British invasion. <laughs> okay. Which came in from the 70s and 80s, and that's where you get Queen. Gotcha. So, so, so yeah, so I guess Queen kind of Today falls in the second. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Got any anyway. other fun facts, Matt? No, I, I, uh, they're very, they're very different. I don't think these songs have a lot in common. Nope. They're, there's the Beatles who want everyone to have a good birthday. And then there's uh, J. Cole, who's just kind of tooting his own horn. Like I'm the best. <laughs> Come at me. You weren't born yeah. <laughs> today. The only person can compare Rakim and Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think but, musically they're they're vastly different too. You know, you've got like a rock song versus kind of a I don't know a song with a Japanese background. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah, I mean, but different genres, different perspectives. Like the the fifties versus what that CD came out ten years ago or whatever. So fifties yep. versus twenty ten, rap versus actually rap wasn't even around when the Beatles were around. True, rap. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. Like late sixties, early seventies was when like kind of disco, like DJing and uh, like Grandmaster Flash type things, like Sugar Hill Gang start were starting out and then started to make music, and that's kind of how rap started. So completely yeah. different eras no you're absolutely right yeah that's a it's a good point I hadn't even thought about it from that aspect but yeah absolutely so all right greg well, what do we got lined up for next week well next week I believe we have our halloween theme yeah so with that i will be discussing thriller by michael jackson perfect halloween song matt what you got I am going to do Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac. Ooh, I'm so excited that for that. It's going to be a good episode. I'm really excited about this one. <laughs> I, I'm just excited because we got Michael Jackson on here twice now because we had the Jackson 5 that you discussed, yep. and now I'll be talking about a Michael Jackson song. So yeah, I'm, and it's, I'm excited it, for that. It's like we're covering his whole lifetime between from the time as a kid to his solo career. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so, so thank before, you all for listening before we end though i was just trying to look up some people with like some birthdays today and see the the famous people i'm getting there's a toby mac you know who he is yes and, yes uh let's see 21 savage he's ooh. jeff goldblum is 68 today wow happy birthday jeff oh man yeah. Sorry. Well, I, I thought I figured I'd just uh, figure out who, Oh, Christopher Lloyd is 82. We should also, we should also see whose birthday is tomorrow when this will be released. Let's see here. Let's find somebody real quick. Man. Uh, yeah. There's a lot. Of we're going to have to, we tomorrow's have got to birthday. Oh, it looks like Ryan Reynolds has a birthday tomorrow. Happy pre birthday, Ryan Reynolds. Weird Al turns 60 tomorrow, Greg. Whoa. That dude's old. <laughs> I remember him like in, in his 30s way back in the day. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all I'm seeing on a quick glance. I mean, there's lots of people I've never heard of, but. Martin Luther King III, his birthday's tomorrow. Yep. He's going to be 62. Anyways, most of these people that are popping up on this thing are TikTok stars. I don't even know how you're a TikTok star. Like, whatever. Anyways, that's all I got. All right, Matt. You got anything else for this podcast this week? No. I think I'm good. Well, uh, if you haven't checked this out on uh, YouTube, check us out there or social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And most importantly, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.